Hello, and welcome to the Alchemist Inkwell. This is your spiritual podcast for grounded people. And this week, we're going to be helping people who are probably feeling not so grounded. Um, It's an eclipse week, you guys, and Scorpio season, which is also the eclipse. So yay. (laughs) All of the fun things. Um, Also, I have to apologize. I have a cold, so my voice sounds like scratchy and so sorry to everyone if the sound quality I think you is mean off. sultry um <laughs> sultry um no <laughs> I don't, I don't I mean try. that actually I, try. I appreciate the effort though <laughs> um I really do <clears throat> but yeah um I'm excited to talk about I like Scorpio season a lot obviously I'm a Scorpio too. Moon. it makes me happy <laughs> um I, I really like it but I, I'm also like I'm ready for this eclipse to come and go. It can go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know how others have felt about this, but I've noticed a lot of people in the astrology community and in my own personal life, the effects of the intensity of eclipse season, just like not everything just coming up and and just being all over the place has started almost the day after the last full moon in Aries, like the full moon separated. And we were like, okay, we are in eclipse season in case you didn't know, surprise I'm back. (laughs) And, Mm -hmm. and I hope that, um, you know, it's not, it's not intense for everybody. And I want to acknowledge that. I know that my personal experience and the experience of a lot of people close to me, these are happening in angular places and really impactful areas. So I know my world is being hit. Um, no, I want to say rocked. We'll say rocked. Um, but that doesn't mean that yours has to be. So don't be looking around like you're missing something. If things are all right, it's okay. If things are all right in your life, it's okay. If things are chaotic in your life, one way or another, you know, you're probably noticing the effects of this, but it's not, doesn't have to be the most impactful eclipse for you. We each get our turns (laughs) and eclipses are traditionally seen as, um, mostly chaotic and sometimes malefic because they're so out of our control. You know, if we can't control it, we think it's bad. (laughs) That's one of our like default settings. So that's why my biggest tip for eclipse season, and that will be for the next like month or so, this lunation and the next lunation are both eclipses. And then we get another one after that, that will kind of bring us out of that range is just to allow. And I know that that's, um, kind of counter culture, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Especially right now when people are feeling, I think kind of a sense of like lack of control in the first Mm -hmm. place already leading into this eclipse. And then now it's like, Hey, just allow. And everyone's like, what? Like I'm already feeling out of control. I don't want to allow, give me some of it back. Yeah. It'll come back. It's just not yet. Yeah. I mean, we're under um, some pressure still from that Saturn Uranus square, but that is finally separating. So Saturn, which loves stability and Uranus, which loves to destabilize, have been squaring each other, which is kind of a clash of the Titans, eh? Um, (laughs) I see you got it. Uh, That was good. That was good, good, good. But uh, that is separating. And for the final time, remember, this was the hallmark transit of 2021 with all of the um, distribution issues and blah, blah, blah that went into that. So that is going away for for a good long while now um we also have pluto making their exit from capricorn so a lot of this stuff is finally starting to move on and now we're going to be you know now we're saying we feel stagnant and unstable but i think in a couple months we'll be saying hey it's a little bit chaotic this is crazy how much is changing and we are feeling that we're in the early phases of things that are changing 
Um, so that's, that's another thing of this. Like I feel something coming, it's impending, but I don't know if it's doom or excitement yet. So I'm not really sure which feeling to pick. Um, and that's just trademark of a uh, Scorpio and eclipse season as well. So it's just, uh, layers on layers and turtles all the way down. <laughs> all the references. I yeah. love it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. One of my favorite things to do when it switches over to eclipse season, I have a book I always read or, or not eclipse season, Scorpio, Scorpio season. season. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> We're all fine. It's all all right. Uh, yesterday I was, a, this is just a set random antidote. Yesterday I was at a soccer championship tournament thing for like all day. And on Saturday I was as well. Um, and only half of my face got sunburnt. And I feel like that's like incredibly indicative of how the energy. Is. <laughs> well, I was like, okay. Sure, 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 sure. Let's do that. That's that's um, Mars and Gemini for you. <laughs> right? Like, oh. Burn, half but only half of you. <laughs> uh-huh. Like if I took off my headset, you could see like one ear is red and one ear is not red. It's that oh. level of sunburn. Um, but I just think it's funny because that's like it feels like everything is just wonky like that right now. Just that level of like not just lack of control, but just things feel wonky and off balance mm-hmm. and tilted weird. And like you're yeah. ever been into one of those mystery spots or like those houses where like the floor yeah. is like yeah. slanty on purpose and it's supposed to be like an attraction, but it just makes you feel really nauseous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It reminds that. me there's this um there's a place I think it's called Ripley's Wonderworks or something in Orlando. It's an upside down like White House and it just creaks back and forth and you go in and it's this building where everything's topsy turvy. And I did it when I was a kid for one of our trips to Florida and I just remember feeling like this is the worst. Like you all think this is entertaining, but I'm earthy. (laughs) I need stability. I need structure. I need a routine. And none of that is allowed right now. Even when like today in modern time, even now it's like, there's so much lack of that, that it's Mm -hmm. all seat of your pants, which is exciting when you're on a roller coaster and you know, it's going to be over in like a minute and a half, but this is several months of it. So even as an astrologer, knowing when it's quote unquote, going to be over. I'm still like, okay, but that's not just to hold your breath and wait until it passes kind of situation. So I get how everybody's feeling. And I know that the one, the one bright side that I I think really shines is that we are all in it together. So I would really recommend if you're feeling this chaos, I don't think this is a time of offering advice when people want to talk. I think this is a big time of big listening. Um, just, you know, I don't, I don't know that it's a fix moment. It's a, how are you moment? And just receiving that and then being able to share how you are as well. Yeah. I, I would agree with that energy for sure. It's very much like, and the problem is too, and I think this is coming up for a lot of people, people can't help you with how you're feeling and you mm-hmm. can't help them with how they're feeling. And that mm-hmm. sucks. Like it do- isn't fun. Like usually I'm such a solution-based person where I'm like, okay, like we listened, I understood the problem. We talked really extensively about it and let's come up with like solutions and how we can fix it. And there isn't any. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, just it's, a time will tell kind of thing. Yeah, it's like a helplessness sort of energy where it's just like, well, yep. okay. I hope you feel better after sharing about it. Like, and I hate that feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where the feeling no of not being that. helpable and the feeling of not being able to help. And of course mm-hmm. we're in Scorpio season with a Scorpio right. eclipse right now. And what is one of Scorpio's keywords power. So if we have our, that energy eclipsed, it's powerlessness. 
And so a lot of us have been feeling, especially since that Scorpio Taurus eclipse energy has been this background hum through the last year. It's really, it's really about my Scorpio dog exerting his power. Um, (laughs) It's really about, you know, where is your power? Where do you have influence and power to move? And where is that power maybe being taken away by a lack of boundaries or whatever's going on? And it's, it's a lot to think about, but as we're sitting and allowing, it might be interesting to think, where do I feel most powerful in my life right now? Where do I feel least powerful in my life right now? And how is that evolving from where it used to be? Yeah. And that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Especially if you're someone where Saturn is literally just going direct. And if you're someone who's experiencing your Saturn return right now, that's also a time in life where we end up feeling pretty powerless because all the stuff we thought we knew is being kind of tested. Um, mm-hmm. So it's it's a very important reflection I've noticed for Saturn returns to just say, what is being supported right now? I know, Emily, you always say like, you are divinely supported. What is the divine supporting? What about yeah. you is being, you know, kind of lit up right now and you know, what does that look like with where you've been actually pushing? A lot of us Mm -hmm. tend to push. I am guilty as charged. I tend to push. And then I have to stop because I realize I'm just pushing at a wall. And then you look around and say, okay, there's actual resources over here. Let's go play with those tinker toys and see what we build. Yeah. This has been something that I've been going through for the past couple of months, which Krista knows. (laughs) (laughs) Intimately. I'm like, yeah, uh uh-huh. Sure. Supported, whatever. Mm. I'm I'm with you. I'm yes. with you. Yeah, no, really, it is a lot of divine support. And I realized I didn't finish my thought earlier because I messed up the words. But every Scorpio season, um, I do a reread of the Scorpio Races, which is a book by um, Maggie Stiefader. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. awesome. I highly recommend it. Um, it's especially if you were a horse girl at any point in your life or a horse boy or a horse person um, at any point in your life. It's really fun. It's basically like, what if horses were carnivorous and came from the ocean and we raced them anyway um and it's really cool and it's kind of a very aesthetic scorpio season sort of vibe because they race on the very first day of scorpio season which is why it's called scorpio races um there's even a tarot deck based off of it which is really cool that maggie did herself which is neat Uh, i highly recommend it but yeah so i always do that around this time it's like kind of an anchor and it's just like like a little decompression kind of like stepping into the the feels of transitioning away from Libra season into Scorpio mm-hmm. season, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm just looking here. We also have to take in consideration. So I mentioned Saturn direct and I have mentioned um, Mars a little bit. Those are having their uh, stations this week, one going one way and the other going another. So mm-hmm. we actually have on the 23rd, as the sun comes into Scorpio, conjunct Venus. So the sun and Venus are like holding hands, skipping. Well, I wouldn't say holding hands and skipping. They were Kazemi on the 21st and 22nd, which is nice and lovely in Libra. Fantastic. Venus loves it there. But now the sun's like, I'm getting the heck out of fall because the sun is actually not well conditioned in Libra as much as it you know, could be. It's opposite Aries where the sun exalts. So the sun is considered in fall there. And Venus who was really happy there, but burned up for most of the month because she was next to the sun is now moving into detriment into one of Mars's signs. So one of them is really excited to be making the move and the other one's probably not. And on this same day, Saturn stations direct. Cool. Yeah. I like Saturn going direct. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So the 23rd, 
That's where the beginning of the end of a Saturn return and um, commences. I actually did look it up. Saturn will go retrograde when he gets into Pisces in March, but he will not make it all the way back to um, Aquarius. So you're safe. It's yeah, snaps for no more Saturn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bugging me. You get to join the officially completed Saturn Return Club. <laughs> it's a doozy. Mm-hmm. If you've ever, if you've passed your Saturn Return already, um, look back at that time in your life and see how things shifted because it's like a really cool thought exercise to be like, mm-hmm. oh wow, that is a time of a lot of transition. If you haven't gone through it yet, it's not a scary demon. It's actually going to help you. It's a beneficial yeah. thing when you're in it you're just annoyed as shit with the entire process mm-hmm. is like those yeah i actually i have a i have an amazing astrologer friend who is the uh, host and creator of the lived astrology podcast and mm. they actually did an entire series starting with me i'm like episode 2 of their podcast of people who have experienced their saturn returns because Alina, my friend, is going through their Saturn return now and it's angular and it's, you know, a very impactful place in their chart. Uh, so they gathered all of these stories so that they have ways of making it through and all of the the ways of like, how was your Saturn return if you've completed it? But also it's this database of people who are about to go through their Saturn returns. You know, it's mm-hmm. this resource that you can look into. Um, if you are someone with Saturn in Aquarius or Pisces or anything after those, give it a, give it a look. Mine, like I said, is the second episode. You hear all about how my Saturn return went. Um, but then there's other people as well with varied experiences, even if it's in the same sign, everybody's got a different thing going on. Yeah. It's very interesting. I appreciate mm-hmm. it a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm bummed that we didn't get to have the energy of Venus exalted when she was mm-hmm. so happy because of the sun and now we just get to have her in detriment <laughs> it's really unfortunate venus has had it rough for a while now for right? like seriously over a year because every time something retrogrades it's usually in one of her signs uh with the exemption of mars this time finally um but mercury's retrogrades this year were in taurus and then libra <laughs> yep. so it was it was a lot for venus you know you've got uranus just sitting in Taurus for a good couple more years. And the interaction with Saturn has made that very palpable. And then when Venus finally does get into one of her signs where someone's retrograde isn't stepping all over her, mostly she's combust with the sun, but she does have her Kazemi for the first time in more than a hundred years on Saturday, the 22nd and Friday and Saturday, the 21st and the 22nd is the Venus Kazemi in Libra. And it's the first time in over a hundred years that it hasn't happened in Scorpio. (laughs) So this is actually quite a lovely moment for Venus. It's a little grace period, if we want to put it that way. Cool. Is there anything people should do for that? Is there anything that's like important or just like, how will it feel? Yeah. So a Kazemi is when a planet is literally within 15 degree minutes of conjunction with the sun. So when you're 10 or eight degrees, give or take actually 15 degrees on either side of the sun, you can't see the planet anymore. If you were to look up and try to look at Venus, you'd be blinded because you'd actually be looking at the sun. That's how close they are, right? Mm -hmm. So that's why it's combust. We can't see her anymore. She's burned up. Uh, When she gets within eight degrees, that's when combustion really takes hold and burns Venus. She's like too close to the sun to actually function. But once she gets into the heart of the sun, it's like this piercing moment of clarity where the sun and Venus combine their forces. I always like to make the Super Saiyan uh, fusion reference. So we'll have that for those two days. 
of Venus being that close to the sun and that conjunct with the sun. So the sun really channeling through the lens of Venus. If, if the sun were light going through a telescope, Venus is the lens, is the telescope. So you might have a lot of absolute clarity, uh, a lot of compassion, a lot of being able to see something with clarity and giving yourself that ability to give it grace or love something unconditionally, or, you know, just that piercing through any kind of uh, biases or veils that we put over our own eyes by lived experience. So that's something you can think about. I know um, I'm part of a Twitter, the first astrology Twitter conference which is actually called KazimiCon. I will be talking about um, lunar cycles and stories on Saturday at 11 a.m., but there's gonna be the conference for the entire duration of the Venus Kazimi. So you'll be able to pop in, it's a free conference and just join the little conversation spaces on Twitter and listen into astrologers talking about stuff and gaining that kind of insight is great. Finding common ground is another really great way. Remember Venus and Libra, the scales, finding balance. So there might be really great opportunities to find common ground. If Venus is your time Lord this year, journal this day, see what happens because Venus is highly active for you as a time Lord. So this happening, which it doesn't happen, you know, in Libra that often right now yeah. is a really nice thing to be able to feel. Yeah. I think that'll feel nice for everybody, especially when everything does feel so tipsy turvy. Mm -hmm. I'm on its edge to have a minute yeah. of clarity. It's going to be nice. Yeah. And to really like, hold on to that feeling as we tip into the 25th, where that um, partial solar eclipse in Scorpio does take effect. So yeah. On the eclipse then, mm -hmm. do we know where it's visible? Have we looked that up? Um, I don't think this, it's a partial solar eclipse. So I don't, I don't know if this is, I know next year, it's a really big deal in the US, the eclipses. Um, I'm gonna actually look this up. I should do that more often. I look at the charts and I don't think like, can I see it? Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. I love these articles that are like, let me tell you all the things that don't matter. And then maybe at some point I'll actually share with you what you came here to understand. Um, yeah, I don't know. This article was supposed to tell you where it's happening. Oh, it's uh, Finland, China, Norway, Russia. Okay. So, so unless not, you're not there, you can't see it. <laughs> yeah. And really what I should do is just understanding that this eclipse is happening at 6.49 a.m. So if the sun is not quite as up here as it could be, then it's other people that are going to see it. Yeah. Also, um, just a reminder. Right now. Yeah, just a reminder, don't look at the sun with your bare eyes. Yeah, ever, but especially during mm -hmm. eclipses, but ever. Yeah. <laughs> ever, period, but especially during eclipses. Mm -hmm. Always just want to warn that. Just yep. throw that onto the table. Don't do it. It's a great piece Save of Save your people. Yeah. So obviously during eclipses, it's not a time where, I mean, we at least don't recommend doing anything like making moon water or, you know, even doing a very intense meditation session or setting intentions or manifesting yeah. or shedding. Like we don't recommend doing those things. That being said, there is ways to honor the eclipse mm -hmm. that are, are not those spaces. Do you have some that you like to recommend? Um, so simplest thing I do is like, say, basically put myself out there and say, Hey, today, show me what I'm missing. And just, you know, show me where I'm headed next. I'll do card pools because it's not me telling people what I want. It's me receiving information. So I'll do a pool that's like, 
um, what energy is prominent around me right now? What am I letting go of? What should I be calling in? Um, mm -hmm. And like, what is one thing that divinity, God, or the universe wants me to know right now? And then something I can focus on. I'm someone who's like, give me something to focus on. So what is it that I should be focusing on as compared to what I was focusing on? And that way I can course correct in alignment with the eclipses rather than the eclipses having to smack me across the face and break something for me to pay attention. Nice. I appreciate that. I, I also do card pulls. Mine are, you tend to be a little bit more general. What am I missing? <laughs> Mm -hmm. what is this eclipse doing for my energy? That sort of thing. Um, I will do meditation sometimes, usually a guided meditation though. So it's more of just like, Oh, all right. I'm going with the will of the universe here. Unless like me sitting there trying to clear my mind, forcing answers to come through anything like that. Guided meditation during eclipses is really, really helpful. Um, any divination, do something in nature if you can. That's a big deal because again, it's kind of honoring the things, the forces around us that aren't in our control which is inherently what eclipses are doing mm -hmm. so honor that um and overall it's just in my opinion a time to take care of your energy and allow yourself rest of recuperation or mm -hmm. you know just give yourself the space to receive or make sure you're super hydrated that's incredibly important um especially when doing big energetic work please drink a lot of water it's incredibly important um but yeah if you even if you just ground and clear and shield your energy just once during eclipse day, it's going to help and make you feel like you're doing something, even if you can't be in control of everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And honestly, being able to accept that we're not in control of everything is a very lovely Scorpio eclipse thing to do <laughs> Yeah, because if Scorpio is power, it's also the idea of control. Scorpio gets a reputation sometimes for manipulation. Um, for good and ill, like there are ways to manipulate a situation to benefit people. And you know, the, the triple Scorpio over here speaking, I was, but... I was <laughs> this sounds a little defensive, just a hey, <laughs> we can be good people too. Um, <laughs> but no, honestly, um, it's a really great moment to humble yourself and say, not everything is in my control. And if I didn't have to control everything, maybe I wouldn't be quite so stressed. So yeah. I know I'm going to be telling myself that <laughs> I don't know if I'll listen, but hopefully it helps. I was just going to say that well. feels channeled. I know. <laughs> if you knew my life right now, you would know that is the emphasized message coming through. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of people though. I think that it's a time where a lot of things are shifting in a way that feels scary or intangible. Mm -hmm. And so reminding ourselves like, oh, we don't have control, but that doesn't mean that things aren't happening in our highest and best. And we can just have some acceptance. There's two sides of that coin too, because there's one side of like feeling out of control or there's one side of like feeling surrender and surrender is a lot more peaceful mm -hmm. when there's nothing you can do. Um, yeah. So just keep that in mind for sure. And for people who are wondering, how do you surrender? I feel you so hard. Um, that's going to be unique to you. And it's probably going to come at a moment that is specifically designed and divinely supported for you. Uh, but one way that you can do it is just, you know, find ways to take your focus off of that, which you feel obsessed over. So if you feel like you're pushing something, you just say, okay, you know what? It's going to work out or it's not. I'm going to go over here and do something fun, do something entertaining, do something that feels like rest or a vacation. Um, it's not the yeah. easiest thing to do. It does require effort, but that's, that's a, a thing in life that's worth it is your yeah. sanity, your sense of peace. Absolutely. Also, if you need to take a break from peopling, 
take mm-hmm. a break from people. Like you don't have to be around people if you don't want to be. Like take take some space. I know obviously if you're going to work or whatever, there's mm-hmm. not always all the leeway, but be done at a certain time where you are going to have some alone time. And that can also really help just disconnect that energy space. Yeah. A bit. And on the other side, if you feel like you are too alone, because the eclipses can take things to extremes, right? So if you feel like maybe you're too alone, reach out to somebody. Yeah. And, you know, this is a great time to consider reaching out to people who professionally know how to listen. That is a skill <laughs> that yeah. sometimes we put onto the people in our lives. And that can actually be kind of unfair. You know, we've been on the receiving end. I'm sure many of our listeners have been on the receiving end of being expected to listen as though you are the solution or going to offer the solution when that's not something you're equipped and it's not fair to ask you to do. Make sure that you're also finding the right resources who are going to lead you to solutions or next steps or whatever comes next. That could be someone who is a professional. It could be someone who comes into your life miraculously, who knows, but just allow that, that space in your life for someone to help you if you feel like you need it. Yeah, absolutely. I fully agree with that. Um, yeah, we are still in the heart of spooky season and we mm-hmm. have two kind of fun spooky episodes coming your way next week and the week after, which we're really excited about. We kept this episode a little bit shorter, honestly, because we're both wiped. <laughs> um, we're both totally wiped out. Obviously, I'm not feeling super great. I know Chris is incredibly busy. So we were like, you know what? Let's just do kind of a shorter little episode. Everyone else is feeling a little bit topsy-turvy too. So we didn't want to take up too much time in your week because it's a lot mm-hmm. of energy going on um for that but we appreciate you being here and we're excited to do more of those spooky things um in the next couple episodes i'm stoked on it me too also yeah yeah also if you want to vote on episode topics and such like that (laughs) um feel free to join our patreon we would love to have you there um even which one of the spooky topics we do first and we do second that's going to be in there in a poll um and we're really excited about it uh but yeah you can submit episode topics you can submit questions oh that reminds me let's find a question oh that's right we get to we talk do to that. people <laughs> <laughs> let me look up a question here um in the patreon a couple of our tiers can ask us questions so i'm looking it up hold on yeah take your time while you're doing that um i'm gonna actually pop in with really quickly anybody who's interested in the whole saturn direct thing um yeah. that is Saturn actually went retrograde June 5th and is now finally going direct. So keeping in mind that not only is Saturn standing still right now because stationary and stationing direct, Mars is also standing still and Mars doesn't do that very well. So that can be a part of that pent up energy feeling that you might be feeling as well. Saturn will be um, fully direct and like finally moving forward on the 23rd along with Scorpio season coming in. And uh, we don't have to worry about Mars going retrograde, retrograde until the 30th. Yeah. Yeah. And then Mars ambition begins moving backwards, which Mars doing the moonwalk. Who knew? I'm sorry. Still looking up a question here. Um, But, uh, Oh, someone said, you've mentioned on here that your husband does a lot of unintentional astral work. I believe I do this too. What are we doing and why and who are we helping? Um, So just a quick answer on that one and not going fully into all of it. But um, 
unintentional astral work is is basically astral work you're doing while you're sleeping that you don't necessarily intend. And I think a lot of people have had that experience when you've had a dream that's been a little too real and a little too weird. They're like, that definitely happened, but I don't understand it. What was the context? Why did that happen? It had nothing to do with my normal life, but I just feel like I woke up from a, not a dream from like another life space. And that's kind of the unintentional astral work sort of plane um, is that astral work you're doing while you're sleeping that you don't necessarily intend to do. And honestly, there's not one clear answer of what you're doing or why you're doing it. It's part of your soul journey. And our soul journey still has a soul journey going on outside of this realm as well, which goes into a lot of like multiverse stuff and like bigger things too. Um, but yeah, do you have stuff on that, Krista? Uh, yeah. So I also want to differentiate that astral is not the same as like astro. So it's not necessarily you could be, but it's not necessarily like, oh, I went to another planet to do something specific. Astral is just, it could be another dimension. It could be another energy frequency. It could be another location on earth. It could be with um, beings that you're working with that aren't in the visible realm. So it yep. can be all over the place. It's just a, a an out of the uh, realm of contemporary physics or you know traditional physics experience so it's you doing things as your energetic self in places and whatever time it doesn't have to have a specific point that it happens in it could be anytime anywhere whatever because those things don't really seem to exist as much outside of our experience so when yes. you're doing some kind of astral work, the easiest way for your soul or energy to do that is when your body is sleeping and occupied and healing and doing all the things it does, which is a lovely thing. And then you have this moment to pop out really quickly and take care of something, someone, somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. And it's, again, just part of your own soul contract, soul journey. It depends on what you're doing. Um I don't do it very often while I'm sleeping, mostly because I created a boundary that I don't want to. Mm. <laughs> I want the rest. Some people really like to do that they like that energy sometimes you've done it and you won't remember it either and again it's not like other planets it can even just be you know going to pass your past self version of you I mean there's a bunch of different things um that you can do in that space but dream spaces are super activated and incredibly powerful zones to exist in mm-hmm. um but yeah brief answer to a really in-depth and complicated question we could go on for a long long time <laughs> yeah yeah if you want a full topic on this let us know in the patreon and we will uh start thinking about maybe making that a bigger conversation yeah definitely thank you all so much for listening and tuning in remember you are not alone in this everyone's mm-hmm. going through it we all got you and we all understand how frustrating it is yeah. and if you're not going through it and you're not that frustrated that's okay you're not missing yep. a boat you're not missing anything you're not less spiritual you're just having your turn of not having to deal with some of the drama and that's mm-hmm. fantastic there's nothing wrong with anybody right now no, just be aware that at- other people may be feeling that so that may be why they're a little bit different than normal yeah that might be why everyone's coming at you <laughs> <laughs> genuinely all right well we hope that you take all this information you have a wonderful start to your scorpio season and a wonderful eclipse and we'll see you next week mm-hmm. and we hope that you go make, go some, make magic. some magic oh oh i think we did it you think it sounded good on my end okay well (laughs) let us know on the comments on the youtube did we do it did we actually like we want to figure this out we were gonna we want to know this it's gonna be great okay bye awesome